Welcome to another episode of the Bryce Side Podcast. UFC 261, three title fights, co-main and entry title fight, both female fighters, Wiley Zhang against Rose Namajunas, Valentino Shevchenko against Jessica Andrade, I'll be jumping back and forth between these two fights as I discuss them since they all have a similar outcome and the opponents have faced each other. First up, Valentino Shevchenko, Jessica Andrade. The biggest knock on Andrade was that she only would move forward like a bull in a china cabinet and would easily be stuffed with a superior striker. But if she grabs a hold of you, she is a powerhouse and can slam you at will and win fights and she became champion after that. And then she lost to a human dynamo in Weili Zhang by going forward and getting destroyed. And she overcorrected when she moved up to flyweight by adding a Mike Tyson-esque style with great head movement for a boxing match and would throw looping hooks and straights to the body where she dropped the number one contender I think Catherine Kuchagin Shuchagin whatever you, however you say her name and won putting her ahead of the line as a former champion and beating the number one seed to fight the bullet Valentino Shevchenko who has looked flawless in all of her fights since dropping down to flyweight the way I see this fight for the flyweight title going down is due to Jessica Andrade overcorrecting with her head movement and only throwing looping punches against a savvy, experienced MMA fighter whose primary background is Muay Thai, is a multi-weight Muay Thai champion, along with being the current and only female flyweight champion in the UFC. She is going to more than likely catch her with a head kick after timing one of the head movements and knock her out. And Andrade will try to press forward with the head movement and looping punches to the body and the hooks to the head, but they will be stopped by the straight punches and or teeps by Shevchenko. If she does make her way on the inside, Shevchenko has crazy clinch work and will make her pay with knees or a quick takedown 
There are multiple avenues of victory for Shevchenko, but I feel the only way for Andrade to win is by knockout or slam. So my money is on Valentino the Bullet Shevchenko to retain the flyweight title. Wiley Zhang versus Rose Namajunas. Again, Rose Namajunas is a at-distance fighter. She doesn't really have knockout power, but she can drop you, but that is when, you, when she catches you at the end of her punches. They have a great snap to them, thanks to Trevor Whitman, who really utilizes the jab and the straight. But if you make it an ugly fight and make her stuff her punches, she gets flustered. This is what happened in the rematch towards the end of the second and third round with Jessica Andrade and Thug Rose. But it was too late for Andrade to pick up steam and finish the fight because there's only three rounds. Wiley Zhang is faster, more technical, and stronger than Jessica Andrade. Her darting fast twitch muscles for in and out lateral movement and head movement will more than likely overwhelm Thug Rose. I see the fight going the distance, but it'll be overwhelmingly in Wiley Zhang's favor, and she will retain the title. I see her applying pressure, crowding Rose's punches, and winning a unanimous decision, thus retaining her title. And from what I've seen of Rose's last fight, and I'm sure Zhang's corners picked up on is she's very susceptible to inside leg kicks to her lead leg because she's so boxing heavy and Wiley Zhang has great lateral movement so she can also kick to the outside and hurt her that way and she can also go in for the takedowns and Wiley Zhang is strong enough to stuff or reverse the takedowns that Rose tries to do when she's hurt or stunned or needs to win a round, as it were. I really don't see Wiley Zhang stopping. I just see her run her over in this title defense. So my money, again, Figuratively, air quotes, goes to Wiley Zhang to retain the women's UFC strawweight title. And then we move on to the main event. Jorge Masvidal versus Kamaru Dean Usman for the welterweight title. And... 
regardless what either party says, the outcome will be the same as it were on the six-day notice title fight on Fight Island. Usman has no power in his hands. It may appear so in the Gilbert Burns fight, but Gilbert Burns was running into those punches due to his lack of head movement and trying to overwhelm him. And again, someone who throws looping punches as they come in will get stiff-armed in the face by powerful jabs. His jab can do damage to a slow, plodding fighter. Jorge Masvidal is not that, as demonstrated in many clips that he posted in the slow-mo. Masvidal has superior head movement and timing and can see all of the punches that Usman is going to throw. He is a heavy threat on the feet. The only way I can see Usman, or I'm sorry, Masvidal winning this fight is via KO or TKO within the first two rounds. That is the only way. Usman, despite his, I want to put a stamp on this rematch and quiet all the haters and yada yada yada. We all know you're going to take him down and hold him down or time him up against the fence and start tap dancing on his feet as Usman or Masvidal has said. Or lay and pray. Because you ain't going to stand with him. If you stand with him and let your ego get into play, you will kiss the title goodbye. I wholeheartedly believe Usman is not that unintelligent. I foresee a faux exchange on the stand-up to get Masvidal to plant his feet and get him stuck to the mat and he will shoot in for the takedown or push him towards the fence. I do not see him finishing Jorge Masvidal and my pick is... Kamaru Usman retains his title with a unanimous decision. So all three champions on this card, on paper, based on stats and previous fights, should retain their championship titles, sending home all challengers with an L. The only one I'm kind of iffy on is Wiley Zhang and Thug Thug Rose. Again, that's dependent on which Rose shows up and how well she handles the pressure. But I think she's going to fold and Wiley Zhang is going to rise and continue to rise and hopefully there'll be a super fight between her and Shevchenko somewhere down the line in the next two to three years at a catch weight of 130. Sleeper fight on the main card is going to be Uriah Hall versus Quick uh, Chris Weidman. They have both fought each other before the UFC. 
and Weidman won. They both came into the UFC different paths. Weidman, a defending UFC champion, has been on a skid. Raya Hall, due to getting in his own way mentally, has had ups and downs, and it sounds like he has the right mindset. Now, after switching camps to Dallas, and is ready to fight Chris Weidman. I foresee this fight to go exactly how their first meeting went prior to the UFC. Weidman has gone back to his roots as a wrestler. He no longer trusts his stand-up or his chin. He's older had neck surgery, shoulder surgeries, a lot of wear and tear on his body from wrestling. He's gonna go back to just being a wrestler and just take him down. Uriah Hall is a more dynamic striker and has power in his hands. And now armed with confidence, will go in for the kill. But this time, hopefully, he'll keep his hands up. I foresee this fight to have some sort of performance bonus, either fight of the night or like a knockout of the night. And I foresee Uriah Hall, as long as he's in the game mentally, is going to win this fight. And that is always the X factor. Are you in the game mentally? Are you prepared? Again, once that cage door closes and that referee says fight, there is no warming up. There is no getting your rhythm. It is only go. There is no feeling out process. You go at him and he goes at you. Whoever blinks first is going to lose. And I do not believe in the mindset that he is currently in. He's going fold Uriah Hall by KO or unanimous decision because the only thing Wyman has left is his wrestling and I would like to believe that Uriah Hall has superior takedown defense he's a lot faster and more conditioned than Wyman's last opponent which was a gimme fight to boost his confidence and again the UFC is trying to give him Uriah Hall he was mentally weak, but now he's been showing. He's been on a nice little win streak against top 15, 20 guys, which is respectable that he's ready for this as like his coming out party to get a guy in the top 10. If that happens, it's off to the races for Uriah Hall. Weidman may think about retiring. If Weidman wins and there's like a super small percentage that he does, He's back in the game. Hopefully he'll get a top 10 opponent in the lower 10 and try and fight his way to a title shot. But either way, I don't foresee either party winning a fight against anybody in the top five. But for now, fight for this Saturday, Uriah Hall, KO, or unanimous decision against Chris Weidman. And that's if 
Weidman can stave off the knockouts by clinching and going for takedown attempts. So to recap, all three champions keep their belt, Uriah Hall wins. Those are my picks for UFC 261. Okay, I guess after getting some DMs and people ask me questions, which again, I appreciate, it gives me things to discuss and talk about, I'm going to have to rehash past episodes talking about the jiu-jitsu community and the McDojo slash toxic environments. Again, as I've always said, when you enter into an academy, make sure that it is number one, hygienically clean. Two, safe. Three, a positive vibe. I've gotten a lot of questions about inter-academy dramas and instructors don't like students to do this or that and I'm going to say this again you the student slash customer are paying for a service What you are owed for that exchange and payment is to learn the martial art of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in a safe and controlled environment that is both physically and mentally healthy for you. You the customer slash student are under no contractual legal obligation to anyone who makes you feel unsafe physically, mentally, or emotionally, especially when you are paying them for a service. I want to make that very, very clear. If your instructor you find to have cringe-worthy slash abusive relationship red flags, I recommend you go elsewhere and do not put yourself through the stress and anxiety of staying there. For example, if you are being pressured to compete, to build the brand of that certain academy, 
over your own personal well-being because maybe you're just a hobbyist then that is a big red flag as far as I'm concerned when it comes to my well-being physically emotionally and mentally one strike and you're out especially if I'm paying for it I'm not going to pay to be worked over in all types of ways and manipulated it's like paying someone every morning to punch you in the face and then you still complain again I'm not talking about mandatory uniforms or curriculum base whatever I'm talking about bad instructor behavior if they demote you for arbitrary reasons or point you out in class, get out of there. If you don't pay them in private lessons, you don't get rank, I would leave. Because most places are very expensive and you're already paying an exorbitant amount of money. Always remember, you are the customer. You are paying a service. It can have a family-type feel the moment you start to question things. That is the moment you need to leave. If you are afraid to take photos at other training facilities due to the fact that your current academy instructor will become upset and may dress you down in front of class or talk to you in private or kick you out of the academy or not promote you when your promotion is actually based in merit you need to leave and go elsewhere I do not understand why you would stay again Loyalty works both ways. If you find yourself in any of these situations, my recommendation, leave. Or instead of saying, my instructor or my gym does this or XYZ, replace the phrase instructor and gym with my significant other and then tell it to a friend and see what they say. they're going to say is you would need to leave your significant other because you are in fact in a toxic relationship always do that I do that with friends who are trying to quit a bad habit such as smoking cigarettes or drinking I tell them replace alcohol and cigarettes with heroin now say that phrase again instead of saying I wish I could stop drinking or I can't stop smoking when I'm stressed, say I can't stop heroin, stop doing heroin when I'm stressed. How does that sound? It sounds pretty bad, yes? You need to stop, whatever it takes, especially if you're funneling money into something that is toxic and not productive for you and causes you stress. If it is not safe, if you feel uncomfortable, leave the academy, and go somewhere else. 
and I'll just leave it at that. Nothing much going on in the jiu-jitsu world except for the grappling super fight between Craig Jones and Gabby Garcia. Again, my opinion is what it's always been. There's a reason for weight classes. There's a reason why there's divisions separated by gender. Again, if you really want to know what this outcome is going to be, just go in the YouTube poll and watch Gabby Garcia rolling with Marcelo Garcia. There's your end result. At the end of the day, depending on what Craig Jones wants to do with this, he's going to win with a multitude of submissions. Yes, she is big, she is strong, but again, there's a reason why women compete only with women and why men compete only with men and the appropriate age, weight, and ranked brackets. That is why we have divisions and organizations for all of this. So as, an, as entertaining as Craig Jones is making it, end result will always be the same. And that's all I have to say about that. Rome is still burning. Summer is coming back. The fires will only burn brighter, hotter, and longer. What are you doing to get ready? As the last year in the new year we're four months into is blatantly and obviously showing us no one is coming to save you. You have to save yourself. Take responsibility for your own health and safety. Start eating correctly. Start training physically. Start expanding your own knowledge. We've already been shown the media, the news outlets, they're all pushing an agenda. It's all PSYOPs 101. I highly recommend you do your own personal resource and research from outside mainstream sources. Gain the knowledge so you can act accordingly. Get in shape. Learn how to do things on your own. Because in the end, the only person so far you can count on will be you. Are you actually going to be there for yourself or are you going to sit and wait and let someone else save you? 
We're in this weird hybrid of a Purge and Wally scenario. And at the end of all this, we're going to go to some sort of new Founding Fathers, Handmaiden Tale type of dystopian future. And that's just being optimistic. Start training now. Start getting ready. So ends another episode of the Bryce Side Podcast. Like and subscribe. I'm available on all platforms. Thank you for listening. And again, send me all your messages. I will answer them. Until next time, you can always find me only on the Bryce Side. <laughs>